Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for calling out somebody for ordering a high-calorie meal for another person who's openly on a diet? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for insulting the food my wife made despite not knowing she made it? I will try to keep it short. My wife and I are 46 and 47. We've been married 19 years now, and not once in our marriage has she ever cooked. I honestly never minded. She's told me that she's terrible in the kitchen, and I like to do it anyway. Yesterday, I had a long day at work and told my wife this. She told me she would order food in so I didn't have to cook. I come home, and she sets the table, the food is neatly placed on two plates, which should have been my first clue that it was home-cooked, and I began to dig in. The food was bland, borderline gross, and nothing to what I tasted before. My head was already pounding, I was not in the mood for some crappy food. I just looked up from the food and told her, this freaking sucks, please don't order from this place again. She got really quiet, and then sad. I asked if everything was okay, and she said yes. She still seemed off the whole dinner. After dinner, I wouldn't stop bothering her, wouldn't stop asking her what's wrong, until she finally snapped and told me she cooked the food. It wasn't ordered. She said she was sorry and she won't cook for me again and I could see her tearing up. She went right to bed. I had to leave early ne- I had to leave early the next day so she was asleep. I asked a buddy of mine for advice and he said I shouldn't have talked about anybody's food that way. I do think through and through this is a pretty honest mistake but it's one that is going to hurt a lot. Am I the jerk here? I don't think so. Did I still manage to mess up and need to apologize immensely here? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, I get it. They had a long day. Their head is pounding. They're probably not too fancy with their vocabulary, but it could be a good learning tool if you want to, to try and reframe the way you complain about things from it freaking sucks to in general, trying to just be more constructive. It's just really bland or things like that, or something's overcooked or whatnot. But then again, if you think you're having some kind of takeout and you think they just messed up the order that bad, I think it's pretty normal for your first reaction to want to be, yeah, I think this place stinks. I'd like to see OP try to do something nice for her. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my stepdaughter's bio dad this is why I'm her real dad? I, male 39, have known my wife for 10 years now, married for 7. When I met her, she had a 3-year-old daughter, now 13. I always made it a point to treat her as I would my own kid, and we became close pretty quickly. When she was around four, she even started calling me daddy. Her biological dad comes in and out of my stepdaughter's life. She calls us both dad, but she usually around home with my wife and I refers to him as his first name. Well, last night she was visiting with her bio dad when I got a text from my stepdaughter wondering if I could pick her up. Well, I got there. She was sitting outside with her bio dad holding her arm. She came over to my car and told me she was messing around with a skateboard and fell on her arm. Her arm was bruised, swollen, and hard for her to move. I asked her bio dad why didn't he call my wife. He said I don't think it's that bad, she's just being dramatic. My stepdaughter just looked at me and said, Dad, can we please just go? I'm in a lot of pain. As she was getting in the car, I told her bio dad, See, this is why I'm her real dad, not you. I actually care for her and her well-being. Later that night, my wife got an angry text from bio dad calling me a jerk, and my wife kind of agrees that I was being a jerk at that moment. 
Daughter actually did break her arm, but her bio dad wasn't going to do anything about it. I'm the one who was in the ER with her until 1am. Also, I would like to add, I don't call her my stepdaughter. Instead, I call her my daughter. Just for the sake of this post, I figured it would be easier. Some people might say it was too far or too rude to say right in front of the daughter, but let's be real. But let's be real. You see your kids sitting there in a situation where their arm might be broken, they're very clearly in pain, and the person who claims themselves as her father that was watching her is just downplaying and ignoring her feelings. I feel like a lot of people would have said a lot worse to this guy beyond what OP said. And that considering they found out the arm was actually broken and he stayed with her all through the ER trip at 1am, I think OP's justified in saying what they said. Our next story is, am I the jerk for using guilty woman tears and ruining my fiancé's relationship with his family? I, 24-year-old female, am getting married to the love of my life, Mark, 27-year-old male plus fake name. His brother James, 23-year-old male, has had a crush on me since high school. I never liked him because he was really creepy, but I put up with him during family dinners and things like that. James is a photographer, and he carries around his camera all the time. Mark and his family and I threw a beach birthday party for his cousin. I just want to point out that I'm kind of curvy in anything I wear, so Mark and I went in the water and James followed behind us. He also had his camera with him. I thought it was creepy because I've been harassed by him enough. I asked Mark if we could get out of the water and he said yeah. While I was walking to my beach chair, I heard the click of the camera going off. I turn around and James is giddy staring at the camera. I was really fed up so I just started crying. It was kind of embarrassing but I was high in emotions. I screamed at James for a while and grabbed my sundress and put it on. I went to the car and sat there for a while before Mark came and sat in the car with me. We went back home and our phones were blowing up with a bunch on text messages from Mark's family. We had to block some people and uninvite others. I feel like there were better ways to handle the situation rather than ruin Mark's cousin's party but I don't know, am I the jerk? I mean, I would have liked to see more people stand up for you. How can this guy just creep around behind you and just take photos of your backside in your bathing suit or whatnot, and when you bring it up to the entire family, they say you're the jerk for reacting in a very human way to that, especially with the history of him having this behavior? I truly hope that when OP is getting all of this flack from all of the family, they explain exactly what kind of creepy behavior James has been doing and how he followed you around just so he could take a picture of your butt in a bathing suit. When you send that to the whole family for them to mull over, I hope they really consider who truly ruined the party. This next story is, am I the jerk for not accepting and returning the birthday present my half-sister gave my son? My, 27-year-old female, parents got divorced when my brother and I were around 6 because he had a mistress and another child, our half-sister, 25-year-old female. On the day my parents finalized their divorce and my dad received full custody, both she and her mom came to live with us. Suffice to say, we didn't like either of them. When she was a child, she didn't understand why we didn't want to spend time together. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. And she would complain to our dad about us, and then he would punish us. This added to our hatred. Growing up, she was his precious child and he would celebrate her birthdays and her milestones while ignoring ours. He always catered to her wants and desires but never bothered to learn about ours. Any of her wrongdoings would easily be forgiven. But if my brother and I made any mistakes, like dropping the TV remote, he'd severely berate us. Despite belonging to a wealthy family, my brother and I struggled financially and we couldn't even apply for scholarships. After all these and more, when we became mature enough, we moved away and had no contact with any of them. I thought that we'd never meet again, or so I thought. Unfortunately, the universe played me a fool and I met her at my in-law's family dinner. She was currently dating my husband's brother and he brought her over to introduce her to his family for the first time. I was in disbelief and I wanted to ignore her, but she saw me and happily had a reunion with me. She told them that we were friends. Fast forward to the present day, they're now engaged, I have a one-year-old son, and except for my husband and his brother, no one from their family knows that we are half-sisters. Recently, we celebrated our son's birthday and we held a small party with just our friends and family. Brother-in-law came to the party, she didn't, but when we were going through the presents my son received, I saw a gift with her name on it. It was addressed as Aunt Blank to my son's name and it made me feel uncomfortable. I told my husband that I would return it, and I don't want anything from her in my son's life. He was reluctant, but supported me, so I did. Later, when she received the return package, she called me and asked me why, and I told her my reasons. She said that I was being immature by denying a gift meant for someone else, and she gave it to him as his uncle's fiancé. While my husband agrees that I shouldn't have returned a gift given in goodwill, I haven't done anything wrong. But according to my brother, I'm being a jerk to someone who has respected my wishes and remained distant. Am I the jerk for returning her present? I think the problem here is OP never detailed anything that they did to deserve this kind of treatment besides being connected to their dad that they didn't like. 
With her especially marrying OP's brother-in-law, they're probably going to be adjacent to their life in some degree throughout their lives. She made a very genuine goodwill effort. I'm just left wondering if OP has this lifelong grudge held against their half-sister because of the stuff their dad did. I just don't understand the treatment when they made clearly a goodwill effort. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mom I will do what she and her husband wants if it's so important to her, but she needs to understand this is in no way for me? I lost my dad when I was 6 to a heart attack. He was young but had a bad heart and died in his sleep when he was 29. My mom remarried a couple of years later. She and her husband, my stepdad, met 7 months after my dad's death. They started dating after knowing each other for a few months. Then they got married. I should mention that they met through a grief support group. My mom's husband lost a child to stillbirth and his relationship fell apart. My mom and her husband wanted me to look at him as another father in my life. I never saw him that way, not even when he and my mom had my half-brothers together. I never hated my mom's husband. I go through a lot of mixed feelings about him. Sometimes I like him because I see he's a good husband to my mom and a good dad to my half-brothers. Sometimes I dislike him for not respecting that I want to get along but do not want a fatherly relationship with him. I have never loved him. He's never gotten to be someone I consider actually important to me. I think because throughout, the negative has always outweighed the positive. What doesn't help is that he'll often tell me he loves me but also goes into how he lost his bio daughter and that makes him love me more and then he also brings up that losing my bio dad means that I need someone else to fill that role. He told me a young child who loses a parent cannot decide they never get a new one. They need to do their best to make the relationship as close to the original one as possible. I've asked him if it isn't enough to just be friendly and on good terms. My mom asked me before why I need to show more loyalty to my dad than to her and her husband, and why I can't let him in enough to be that second dad so everyone else can be happy. She told me she knows I would be happier if I had another person filling the role dad left behind. She said it doesn't mean he replaces dad, but it means I also have a dad here. Now that I'm in my 20s and I'm engaged to be married, I asked my mom if she would walk me down the aisle at my wedding, and she freaked out and told me that I needed to ask my stepdad. She told me that asking her would crush him. Of course, he walks in as she's still being very loud and when he realized what was going on, he told me it would mean the world to him to fill the father of the bride role and do both parts of walking me down the aisle and performing a father-daughter dance at the wedding. My mom pestered me about it for days afterwards. So I asked if we could meet up and I told her I will give her what she wants, but I need her to understand this is not for me. It's not what I want. It's not making me happy and it will not change how I feel about her husband, no matter how much she wants it to. But I told her if it's that important, I will do it. She called me manipulative for spewing all that before formally agreeing and told me if I had managed to crap on my doing a good thing. Am I the jerk? Ultimately, when it comes to the proposition of replacing a bio parent that you care about, It's completely up to you, and somebody could be the super parent, somebody could be the ultimate Mr. Rogers figure in your life to you, and it would still be the right thing for you if you choose that they're not your new father, or that you want to just have a nice, friendly relationship. The one thing I think is usually going to end in disaster is when they try to force it so much. Just try to be the best parent you can without trying to pressure some six-year-old to replace their dad right away. I don't think OP's the jerk here at all. 
Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she doesn't get to bully me into doing what she wants? My sister is 23 and I'm 20 year old female. We're both adopted but we do share the same bio parents as well. My sister and I were both adopted as infants. She was placed at birth and our parents adopted her. When they learned our birth parents were expecting another kid they wanted to place for adoption, they were willing to adopt me as well. My birth parents decided not to have any contact with us and to leave us no letter or anything. This is something I've always been fine with. I do not consider my birth parents my real parents or even people I need to have contact with. My sister has always longed to know more about our birth family. The reason we were both placed for adoption, especially when we're full siblings and our birth parents were still together three years after placing her. Over the years, she's talked about them and asked our parents what they knew about them. Our parents didn't know much, but promised to help us find answers when we were old enough, if we wanted that. My sister always had this dream that we would do the birth family search together. However, I never wanted to get involved in that. Now I'm expecting a baby and my sister has decided it's the time. She said my son could have two more grandparents if we do this. I told her I did not want to join her on the search and I would not get involved. She told me this is something we both... Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Need to do, and I need to do it for my son and for all future kids so they can know where they come from and who their family is. I told her those people are not my family. I told her my family are the people we grew up with. Our parents intervened twice. They told my sister that this is a personal thing and it's important to respect each other's viewpoints and wishes. The second time, they told her they would help her search, but she needs to leave me out of it unless I change my mind. My sister tried to get my husband on her side and he told her to drop the topic, so she went back to telling me we were doing it and as someone about to become a mom, I should do it and she's freaking sick of me digging in my heels. She told me a good mom would do this. Hearing that is what made me say she can't bully me into doing what she wants. She was hurt I would accuse her of bullying and told me I didn't need to be so much about all of this. My husband and parents think what I said was fair, but I still feel so bad. My sister really took my words hard. Am I the jerk? I really don't think OP's the jerk here. If they don't want to know more about their bio parents and they don't want to find them, I mean, they already expressed they don't even believe of them as their bio parents. That is absolutely their right, just as much as it is their sister's right to look for them. I wish the sister best of luck, but she has to understand she can't drag OP into it if they don't want to. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to host Christmas dinner? And now for my holiday drama. My husband and I have hosted Christmas Day for nearly 20 years. We have the space and the money to make it magical, and we truly love hosting. The problem is last year. It's important to note that in 2022, I had a falling out with one of my sisters. She refuses to see me, speak to me, or come to any event I will be present for. Last year, I assumed she just wasn't coming, so I had gifts delivered to her home and thought that was that. We'd have Christmas Day as usual, but just not with her and her family. Everyone else did come for Christmas Day, but 
They literally went to my sister's home the day before and did everything. Everything. They opened all gifts and did everything that we traditionally do for Christmas Day. The rice pudding my sister-in-law brings with a hidden almond and the one who finds it gets a prize. They did that. No rice pudding for our celebration because they'd had it the day before. My mother brings the Christmas crackers. She sticks them in the tree and the kids pull them after opening presents. She didn't bring them because they pulled them all day before at my sister's. These are not the only two things that happened. Everyone brings and shares a tradition. Rice pudding, Christmas crackers, pin the nose on Rudolph. All of the things we do just were not done because they'd done them all the day before. I have six children and the youngest four were confused and unhappy because they missed out on so many things they value. The crackers were their favorite. My two oldest kids and my husband sort of saved the crackers. My daughter folded crackers out of paper, my son rummaged to little gifts to stick in them, and my husband wrote the jokes, bad dad jokes. It helped, but the younger kids noticed the lack, asked their cousins about it, and felt left out. So this year, we talked to all the kids and booked two weeks in Europe over the holidays. My family is ticked. What about the big dinner? I don't care. We're going anyways. But should I feel bad about it? Am I the jerk? We have always hosted. We're the big turkey dinner and ham place. Five courses and party all day and night. And now my nieces and nephews won't get that. I can't blame OP. If it were me, I'd be feeling like they chose to prioritize her and took the entire celebration that OP is kind of known for and just handed it off to somebody else. They can't have it both ways where they take all of the celebration away from you and your family and your place and just expect you to cook a nice big dinner for them to hang around and lounge at. I mean, it's unbelievable they did the whole celebration and left OP in the dark. Clearly, it doesn't take too critical of thinking to understand why OP is doing what they're doing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for withdrawing my sister's wedding fund because of her fiancé? My 27-year-old female, cousin 26-year-old female, and her fiancé 26-year-old male are supposed to get married around spring. They've been engaged for two years. Cousin has been living with us since she was three after her parents passed away and I love her dearly as my younger sister and I support her in many of her decisions except for this marriage. I feel like my cousin is rushing into things and ignoring the fact that they're not financially stable. Neither of them has a job, and while she's in a PhD program and they're living off of some of her research funds, it is not enough to make a living. They're currently residing in an apartment that his parents are paying for. To be fair, I never approved of their relationship, even when they were dating and I haven't softened up on him yet. I've been vocal with her about wanting them to break up their relationship, now engagement. I find him obnoxious and rude and he's made some unnecessary comments that still boil me. For instance, whenever we invite them for dinner, he makes snarky remarks about my wife's traditional dishes. And no, we've never forced them to eat any of them. Those were more for my wife than for them. But he compliments everything I make, even something as simple as coffee, and he keeps telling me that I'll make a good man happy one day. It's infuriating that my cousin just ignores this. His disrespect for my marriage is the reason for this whole situation. With the wedding on the way, he introduced me to the other funder, his relative. We hit it off right away. We're close in age and share similar interests, so we bonded well. But I started to notice that my brother-in-law was behaving peculiarly, like he would try to give us space to be alone with each other or give us hints that we're a natural couple. I had to tell the other person that I have a wife and what he told me in return really shocked me to the core. 
brother-in-law has been going around telling his family that I'm getting a divorce because my wife cheated. The sheer audacity of this man baffled me. I left and without saying a word to anyone, withdrew my fund. After cooling down, I informed the couple, my wife, and my parents of what I had done and why. My cousin called me crying and begging for the funds, but I told her no. If she can't afford a wedding, then don't have one. My brother-in-law resorted to calling me names and is getting his parents involved in it as well. My parents are okay with it as it is my money, but my wife, although she is angry with what brother-in-law did, doesn't support my action. Whether I withdrew the fund or not, they will get married and stay family with us, so this would only cause a rift with my sister. While I understand her point, I don't see why I should support the marriage of someone who doesn't respect mine. So, am I the jerk for withdrawing funds because my future brother-in-law slandered my marriage? I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think it's really out of line what they did. It's kind of weird what they did. And yeah, I understand why almost anybody in that position would be so turned away from the whole thing that they would want to pull back on any offers on something like that and probably establish quite a bit of distance. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for wedding costs my ex-boyfriend incurred for his planned wedding? I, 27-year-old female, have been in a relationship with my boyfriend, now ex-boyfriend, 27-year-old male, for five and a half years. We were originally from ex-country but moved to Y about three years ago. Despite my boyfriend having a bit of a nasty temper, he treated me well overall. We met in college and during a challenging time, I supported him financially and tutored him for free. After college, I helped him land a great job. When I got a job in Y country three years ago, I assisted him in finding a job there and even covered his flight tickets. I've even met his parents a few times and they seemed like nice people. Fast forward to six months ago, a random girl, 27-year-old female, contacted me on Facebook, introducing herself as my boyfriend's girlfriend. She's in X country, planning an online surprise birthday party for him. Apparently, he told her I was his close friend, so she wanted to invite me too. Here's where the part that I might be the jerk begins. I continued the conversation with her like everything was alright so that I would gather as much info from her as possible. She and my boyfriend had been dating for 8 years, 5.5 years overlapping with my relationship and they had set the date for their wedding in 6 months. I felt blindsided, livid and was utterly depressed so I confronted my boyfriend about this and he didn't even bother to hide the truth. He said he had no choice but to be loyal to her because she's the one he met first, and everything was planned for the wedding. I asked him what would become of me and why he did this to me, but all he said was that these things happen. He would continue his relationship with me, even after his marriage, and that I should suck it up since he was apparently doing this as a favor to me. So I spent the next few days pretending like everything was okay. We didn't meet in person so it was easier to just pretend. Meanwhile, I documented pictures and screenshotted chats of everything we did during our five and a half year relationship and made them into a folder. Then I contacted his other girlfriend and sent her all the proof. She initially thought I was lying, but after going through the evidence, contacted me again to apologize. She also provided proof of their relationship. To our disgust, we discovered he had given us the exact same things for birthdays, anniversaries, etc. with identical pickup lines, identical messages on some days. Prior to moving to Y country, there has even been days where he had spent the morning with her and the afternoon with me and vice versa. Anyway, she broke off the wedding and my now ex-boyfriend is demanding that I reimburse him for all of the money he had spent on the wedding planning. Approximately 6,000 US dollars. 
because I ruined both his wedding and life. I have refused to pay him and also cut off all contact with him, but he reaches out using new numbers and sends messages demanding compensation. I almost feel like OP posted this just to vent because there's no way anybody is going to find OP to be the jerk here. This guy is lucky that OP's just wanting to break it off and move on with their life because I feel like there's a lot of people who, if they found out their five and a half year relationship was a total sham, would be liable to snap and do something a lot more dramatic. Our next story is, am I the jerk for allowing my child to bring in souvenir snacks for his class despite knowing it would exclude one of the kids? I recently went on a holiday to Japan with my son, Seven, and whilst we were there he tried some delicious biscuits which he really wanted to buy and share with his classmates once he got back. Obviously I was happy to purchase some additional and found it really sweet he wanted to share with everyone. I didn't think about it at the time of purchase since we were mid-holiday in a different country. However, when we were back and I was packing my son's bag for his first day back at school, I suddenly remembered that he had one classmate, let's call him Joe, who has a gluten allergy and wouldn't be able to eat these biscuits. But it was too late for me to do anything about this. It was late and shops were closed so I wouldn't be able to buy an alternative. Plus, they wouldn't be from Japan anyway and would be from the local supermarket. I also wouldn't have had time to pick up any in the morning because I work full time. Son was happy bringing them to school and said everyone also enjoyed them. However, I got an angry phone call from Joe's mom saying that I shouldn't have let my son bring in those biscuits, knowing that her son would be excluded. She said that I should cater to allergies, especially children's allergies, which I would understand if it was, say, for example, peanut allergy, which is life-threatening. But should gluten intolerance be treated with the same extreme caution? I'm not sure if I was the jerk for still allowing my son to bring in the biscuits despite me knowing one kid wouldn't be able to have any. I don't think OP's the jerk here but I would say that it's worth an apology to her just on the sense that it was last second when you realized this was going to be an issue and you would have gotten something if it was possible. That said, her stance of you shouldn't bring them at all, I don't think that makes sense to exclude the 29 majority if the 1 out of 30 can't. Our next story is, am I the jerk for suggesting that my sister-in-law is a hypocrite for ordering a highly caloric meal for my brother who's currently on a diet? I have three brothers, and my oldest brother Andrew is currently dating this girl, Angelina. She is decent but quite antithetical in a lot of ways. Our family always gets together at weekends for dinner and stuff, and now my sister-in-law gets to tag along. Andrew had a health scare in the past and is trying a completely new diet. I had a friend over last Sunday who's a professional chef and he made Indian food, but Andrew didn't want to eat it as he thought it was too spicy. Angelina ordered a highly caloric meal for him then, which I thought was funny because, oh well, he's on a diet. I mentioned this and my brother replied that the doctor has given him carte blanche to eat what he wants at weekends. I said, oh, well that's funny because that's not how it works and I mentioned the expensive treadmill they just bought for exercise, asking what's the point. Angelina is also encouraging my brother to adopt a more active lifestyle. They run every morning and go on hikes together. I also mentioned this and said that it's quite hypocritical of her to force him to exercise while ordering death on a plate for him. Andrew got mad and told me that it's none of my business, told me to respect Angelina, and they both left dinner. My youngest brother agreed and told me I was just being nasty because I didn't have someone to take care of me. Am I the jerk here? I think OP's pretty clearly the jerk. 
It's one thing to maybe be worried or concerned and ask if it's a great idea or whatnot, but OP's going on about their personal life, their purchases, their day-to-day decisions. Just a whole bunch of stuff that OP has no business trying to involve themselves in. OP came across as a raging jerk here in my opinion. Plus, the brother said to OP's face, on the weekends, I eat what I want. OP literally shows no ability to respect their own brother and tries to blame it on the sister-in-law. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.